drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what is going on? I mean, it is everybody's favorite day of the week. It's Friday here on the show, and this is going to be a fun show. It's going to be a must-listen. If you didn't hear the Wednesday show, I mean, I encourage you to go back. I had the king of all bros, my buddy Stefan, on, and man, we we tried to make you laugh. We talked Lions football. That was a fun show, and I think this one's going to be just as, if not top it. And that's because I got my other buddy, Brian Nicewanger. You guys know him on the show as Chops. He's back on the show. We got a ton of juice and stuff to bring to you, Detroit Lions-related Chops. How you doing here on a Friday on the Kool-Aid cast? Oh, oh, it's Friday. It's football season. The pads are on. We're like less than a week away from preseason game one. I could not be happier. Chop, chops, how's your glass? You need me to fill up that glass with that Honolulu Kool-Aid before we get going? Oh, uh, fill it up, man. Fill it up. Drink it in, man. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Side of cornbread. Cornbread! <laughs> All right, let, let's get this going, man. There, here's what we're going to do on the show today. So I am going to unleash <laughs> Choppy here on the show because he, he got with me a couple weeks ago and was just like, Okri, we need to have a Matt Stafford show. <laughs> I need to rant. I need to just uh, let it be known about where we're at with with the whole Stafford topic. And I was like... All right, let's do that. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to let Chop do his thing and say what he needs to say. I'm also then going to uh, step in as and impersonate and have a little fun with the people that, no matter what you say or do, defend Matt Stafford to the hills as if he can do no wrong, as if he was the perfect quarterback and human being and won't even listen to logic of any sort and then I'll also follow that up with the Oakry opinion which is my straight up thoughts good bad or otherwise based on what Chop says about former quarterback of the Detroit Lions Matt Stafford we're gonna have fun and get into that and then on the back half of the show I mean you gotta wait and listen to this we are gonna tell you why we're gonna give a litany of reasons why Dan freaking Campbell is so awesome why he's so freaking awesome and no it's not gonna just be this we're gonna bite a kneecap off we're gonna smile at you we're gonna take your other kneecap we're gonna smile at you and when we do we're gonna take another hunk out of you we're gonna be the last one standing all right that's gonna be the mentality 
That's going to be the mentality, Dan Campbell, and I love it. But no, that won't be the only. There's many other reasons why he's so awesome. We'll get into it. But chops, let's let's just do this thing. This is going to be all over the Twitter machine. I mean, you're maybe going to get some hate tweets. Uh, we are both going to get blowback. But this needs to get done. This needs to get handled once and for all. Your opinions of Matt Stafford, where we're at with this guy now, why we just have to put this to bed. I mean, do your thing. All right, so before we get into this, I'm just going to encourage everybody to send me your hate tweets uh, at Chops in the D on the Twitter. Uh, Just send them my way because, look, I am sick and tired about hearing about John Matthew Stafford, okay? Look, the guy is not our quarterback anymore, all right? He's in L.A. He's living the high life. He's him and him and Kelly with their, you know, 400 kids are out there doing their thing. I'm done with Matt Stafford. Every time I scroll down the Twitter feed, I got to say Matt Stafford has a hangnail. Matt Stafford banged his thumb on a helmet. Matt Stafford got picked off in here. Oh, yeah, get used to that in real games, too. Matt Stafford threw a nice dime. No look time to center. Dude, I don't care about Matt Stafford anymore. Thank you for your time in Detroit. Appreciate that, number nine. But you're not my quarterback anymore. I don't want to see any more about number nine. I want to see about my number 16. Talk to me about Mr. Jared Goff, okay? Look, again, Matt, like this whole Matt Stafford narrative is just driving me nuts. So, again, a couple days ago, I hear, you know, Matt Stafford comes to the podium and says, that, well, you know, if the Lions had asked him to stay, he would have stayed. Bro, you asked to be traded. Brad Holmes traded your ass out of town to a team that you supposedly have now made a Super Bowl favorite because, you know, everybody's up on that business. And then you can't, like, let it go. Like, you know, dude, move on. Cut the cord, all right? I'm done with Matt Stafford, okay? I don't want to hear any more about it. Oh, guess what? He got injured in in uh, training camp. Duh. Well, uh, you know, I heard, I saw that coming. And again, I just don't want to hear about this guy anymore. And by the way, uh, the worse that this team is in the LA Rams, the better my draft pick is next year. Okay? So I hope that he goes out to LA, loses every freaking game. 0-16. Because guess what? That means I get the number one pick. It's not protected, people. Let this guy suck and let us reap the benefits. Enough with him. I'm done. Oh, my goodness. That, that was as advertised. That was good stuff. But, 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 chaps, l- let me get the people in here, the staunch supporters on n- number nine. Hold on. <clears throat> um, hey, Chappy. Um, his, his, first of all, his name is Matthew. Not Matt. I just want to let you know. I mean, you should at least pronounce his name properly. Secondly, I mean, this guy, I mean, look at the stats. Look at look at all the stats he put up. I mean, oh, my gosh. He, he never had a team. They never gave him anyone. I mean, this guy was, he never made a bad throw. This guy never. I mean, gosh, he never made a mistake ever. It was always the, the other players. It was always the coaches. I mean, they never gave him a running back ever. I mean, gosh, how could you? How could you hate this guy? I mean, 
choppy. Here's the thing. This guy, I mean, he he has the perfect family. I mean, he he always said the right thing in the media. I mean, Matt Stafford is perfect from top to bottom. How dare you say one bad thing about my quarterback? But he's not my quarterback, but I know, but he's always my quarterback because I love him. I love him so much. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I can only do that for so long, but here's the thing, people. This is the Oakry opinion. Like, I put something out recently just where I put Matt Stafford gave up a 90-yard pick to Jalen Ramsey just saying, and I got so much blowback from people. Oh, I can't believe you'd say that. Oh, it's only practice. Oh, Jalen Ramsey's a good player. All the same excuses that we got when he would throw a pick six on Thanksgiving and lose us a game or fumble on his end of the area. He'd get sacked. Oh, it's the offensive line's fault. Oh, he didn't have anybody open. <laughs> Just ever like one thing after another. So where I sit on all this is like, the people that support him, like, he is just the perfect... I mean, this guy was a mid-to-upper-mid quarterback for a long time for the Lions. He gave us a chance. He had some great comebacks. He could throw the football all around the yard. But for people to act like it was everybody else's fault, nothing ever went well for this guy. This guy showed up every Sunday and made every perfect throw. He put up all these big numbers. He 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 was the reason that anything good ever happened for the Detroit Lions. Like, I just can't buy into that, and I can't get around the people that can at least say, hey, here's the truth coming from me, Oakry, here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Like, you know, the guy was squeaky clean off the field. We get it. He was also very boring off the field. People talk about his leadership saying, oh, man, this guy was a just a behind the scenes, man. He was just this great leader. Okay, well, where was it after, like, his first two, three years in the league? I never saw it. I saw a guy that just walked on and off the field, ho-hum about everything, no nonsense. Now, was he fun to watch? Yeah, at times. Was he frustrating to watch? Yeah, at times. So... I guess my honest opinion is that the people that just are going to come after everybody that says one bad word about Stafford, like you can't even talk to them because they're not looking at the big scope, which is, yeah, there was good and there was bad. But here's the facts. It has been a decade plus. He had led us to a couple playoff runs and then we fell short. He also wasn't the type of leader that could galvanize a group that was less than. Yeah, nobody's saying he had a tremendous football team from top to bottom, but not many times did he get us up over the hump. And don't give me Chris Durham or some of these wide receivers he had. Like he he made he made average players average or less than. He made some average players a little bit better than. But he didn't take scrubs and make them stars like 12 has the greatest of all time Tom Brady but everybody should be happy that he was the quarterback the leader the the head but everybody should also be happy of what Chop said we've moved on we send him we got a great return for Matt Stafford the people that want to root for him in LA I got no issues I think he's going to be fun to watch in that offense if he's healthy and if they can get rolling the way everybody's expecting if he wins playoff games or more am I going to be mad no, I, I don't care. I'll, I'll be happy for him and that team, and they'll be fun to watch. But I'm with Chops. that I'm a Detroit Lions fan. I didn't sign up years ago to root on Matt Stafford my whole life. Uh, 
I, I care about the Honolulu Blue and Silver, the Detroit Lions, and I want them to do well. I want Jared Goff to do well as their quarterback now. I want, like you said, if the chips fall where they may and the Rams stumble, great. Our pick will be better, and that will help the team as well. But I, I just fall in that realm of, man, the people that just can't say a bad word, like that's ridiculous. The people that act like he is the worst quarterback ever, that's not right either. To me, it's it's somewhere in the middle, but I'm definitely going with my boy Chops here saying, we got a new quarterback in town, we've turned the page, we got draft picks, everybody... Let's just move this thing forward, and if you want to root for him, do it in a little bit more silence because, yeah, we don't need the tweets every day about how much you're rooting for him and how much you're excited for him and why he was... The minute Jared Goff turns the football over, I don't need to see a million things about, ah, oh, Stafford wouldn't have done... Oh, we were, look it, we're not going to be as good when number nine was here. I don't need that. I need Goff to come in and play well. Whatever happens out on the West Coast happens, and it's a new era in Detroit. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. Look, in my opinion, there were two constants from since 2009 in this football team, two constants, the ownership and Matthew Stafford. And how many playoff games did we win? Zero. So I'm not saying that it's all on Matthew Stafford's fault. I, you know, I'm not putting it all on him, but I agree. It's time to move on. We got a new regime. We got a whole new reason to believe in the Lions, coaching, GM, quarterback, young players. Let's go. Let's focus in on this team. And let's put some of that energy that we're spending on, you know, following Matthew Stafford and tweeting about all this stuff. Let's focus that on the Jared Goff, man. Let's get that onto our team. Um, you know, again, I, I the negative tweets, man, uh, uh, same thing. You know, I make one criticism and it's like, you know, I crucified the guy or something. You know, it's just ridiculous. Like, the guy didn't, you know, the guy didn't win a playoff game, okay? It's not like we ran Tom Brady out of town after he won six Super Bowls and we kicked him to the curb. No, like this guy didn't even get us a freaking playoff W. So no, he's not a savior. He wasn't, he was a player that was, you know, average to above average at times, but he won nothing that mattered. So I'm done with him. Chubby, that's that's Kool-Aid worthy right there. Drink that in, everybody. Drink it in, man. But Choppy, you said that it was just Matt Stafford and the Fords. I mean, it's obviously the Fords' fault. I mean, the Fords are the reason the Lions will never win. I mean, don't that's just obvious. I mean, Matt Stafford came in here and he was he was the savior. It was all the Fords' fault and the coach and the offensive line, the running backs and the receivers and the team. I mean, it, it's obvious. He, he he was perfect. Everybody else's fault. That That's what people will tell you. Here's the thing, too, I want to hit on. This is Oakry again, everybody. Like, the honest truth, when I talk about leadership, there's something about a quarterback. Again, I'm not calling myself, like, you know, that I would have this mentality or I'm this type of person in general. But when you find the best of the best quarterbacks, man, they have something about them where they're just able to be a leader of men, their ability to raise up everybody around them. They're able to win at the highest level and when all the chips are down. Hold on, let me go back to the staunch Stafford supporters. Blue I mean, look at all the times he came back and won games. I mean, he was he was the man in the fourth quarter. Yeah. The reason he was 
coming back is because this dude would sleepwalk through two to three quarters of football. The reason he would come back a lot is because other defenses were like, man, we got this game won, and they would be in prevent. The reason he'd come back is because he could put up all his yards, and then, yes, he was clutch at times and made big-time plays and big-time moments once he got us back in the ball game. But what I would have loved is to put some of those teams away or to play better football throughout and not have to have 40 comebacks on your on your radar. And I, I just feel like that's not only overblown. He does have a sense where, like, he does want and say all the right things about wanting the ball in the biggest moments. But we've also seen him crumble against all the good teams. I mean, look at the record. What does he have, like, four, five, six play, uh, wins overall against teams with winning records? I mean, it's abysmal. It's like 50 or 60 losses and, like, a handful of dubskis. I mean, that to me shows that when the lights are brightest – when the teams are best, Matt Stafford didn't take the Detroit Lions where they needed. But Okery, I mean, look at what was around him. How could he do that? Well, there's been a lot of other quarterbacks that have won playoff games with less. There's been people that have, you know, made receivers much better than they actually were on paper. And I just didn't see it. And, and Chops, I, I want to throw this one to you. When it comes to leadership, I mean, I got to the point with number nine where – he may never offend anybody in the media. He may grab his uh, teammates by the collar that we never see. I doubt it. Um, but to me, it's just he he tried too hard for the last five, six, ten. Basically, after his first four seasons, whatever that season was where he put up 5,040 touchdowns, after that in 2011, 2012, whenever that was, I felt like he went kind of in robot mode where it was like, I'm going to say and do everything right. I'm going to try to be as tough and as gritty as I can be for the city, the city of Detroit. But at the end of the day, what we really wanted was the fiery rookie that we had, the guy that would uh, would get up in people's face, would slam the Gatorade bottle, would lead his teammates with that same moxie and ability. And I didn't see it for at least the last five, six years of his career. It was same old ums, ho-hums, blah, blah, blah at the podium. And I needed more, man. I mean, how about you? Like, it just it just rang so hollow at the end. It was like, here we go again, same old stuff. And, and that's why I'm so excited about the new team, because I feel like even if it's not better right away, it's going to be different. It's going to be more exciting, and it's not going to be like, oh, let's go say everything that uh, the old cliches. I mean, are you with me on that or what? Yeah, I'm with you, Oak. Look, I, I, you know, I, there's something to be said about a quarterback who leads, right? I mean, calm and cool and collected when the pressure's on, but there's times to be fired up too, man. I mean, when you're when you when someone runs the wrong route. You know, you just you, you throw your hands in the air for two seconds and then you just walk over the sideline like nothing happened. Right. You know, or you make a bad pass. You know, you slam your helmet. You know, you look down, you look down. I, I, how many images of the Matt Stafford looking down at the ground with his feet with both his hands on the side of his helmet? Right. Uh, you know, like but but no fire after that. Like I just I, he you're right. It was like the spark went out. He had that that crazy good season. Um, that of course, you know, one uh, equated to zero playoff wins. Um, but he had all the stats that year. And, but after that, it was just like, it was, it was the same old, same old for so long. And, and look, to put a, my final nail in this coffin, oh, like what kind of confidence 
can my can I have in my team who's led by a guy who sounds like this? Cue it up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, I think you're. Hey, oh, hey, oh, uh, 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 yeah, exactly. Hey, Matthew Stafford, can you tell me why we haven't won any playoff games in the last 12 years? Uh, hey, Stafford, can you tell me what happened when you threw three pick sixes that game? Uh, yeah, exactly. So that was courtesy of 97 uh, won the ticket. They came up with that mix. I've dropped it little portions a few times. We did run the whole thing, so we'll give them credit. But, like, Chops brought that up to me multiple times. And, and again, it to me, uh, I, I've been known, as people know that listen to this show, to pick up on a nuance or two. I mean, Chops been known to say absolutely way too much. You know, there's been other things on this show you know that i picked up over time that either could be funny or annoying or just repetitive that drives me freaking bonkers you know what i'm saying but it's (laughs) to me the ums the well the it starts with me the we're gonna be better we're gonna work hard it only is okay it only works when you win at the highest level, you can be milk toast. You can be just this boring Bill Belichick presser. You can't do that in the city of Detroit, which is craving a winner that is just sick of the same old, same old. And like, there is a group that respected it. You know, Matt Stafford, I mean, gosh, he was the consummate pro. I mean, he would never throw his teammates under the bus i mean he would step up he would take he would take blame he would say it was his fault yeah back to okri again the reason he took blame is because there was a good amount of times it was his fault (laughs) the reason he would not say anything is because he didn't know how to ultimately motivate his teammates of course they loved him you ever have a substitute teacher who never gives you a hard time and watches videos all day. Yeah, they're pretty fun to be around. You know who's not fun to be around? The guy that's on your ass all day giving you crap to try to make you better. That's usually not as fun. So, you know, Matt Stafford's a good human being. He's a good to above average NFL quarterback. I was fine to have him here. I rooted him on every freaking Sunday because he was my quarterback and because he did give us the best chance at that position. But I'm totally with chops here on the side of I've turned the page. I wish the dude well. If he wins, great. If he doesn't, great because it helps the Lions. But I'm definitely going to root on Jared Goff. I can't wait to see people with the Jared Goff jerseys. I can't wait to see the new playmakers, not the same old, not the I love Marvin Jones, not the, oh, you know, Kenny, Kenny Gala, Cal, you know, I don't need any of that anymore. I need this new young Lions team to roll. So respect due, but also, come on, people. It's a new team, new quarterback, new new era. Let's get with it, and let's not worry about what was or what you thought was. Agreed. If this is the last time I hear the name Matthew Stafford on a on a podcast, 
except for us telling uh, talking about how bad he did in LA. So if we got a better pick, then I'm fine with it. Chops, let's do this. I mean, again, you came out strong with your rant. You, you brought it down a few octaves. We ended with the funny um song. I mean, people are going to not like our opinions because we didn't pump them up to the highest of levels and give all his numbers and stats. But we, we those are our honest thoughts of where we're at with the former quarterback of the Detroit Lions and this, this new regime. So let's do this. Let's take a break, get our blood pressure down, and, and maybe come back and then raise it up. Get some juice. Maybe maybe go to Starbucks and get a double vente with a couple shots in there because we're, we got to talk about Dan freaking Campbell and why he's so awesome. So everybody, we'll take a quick break. You got to come back because this is going to be fun. We'll be right back. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, I am fired up. I am excited to tell you about one of our new great sponsors. Now, by now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, it's time to go see what the buzz in the Dynasty fantasy community is all about. Free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, and so much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about reality sports online fantasy front office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league it just requires more strategy do you think you're among the fantasy elite well this is the platform to test your metal still not sure you can test your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction so here's what I need all you guys to do. Head over to Reality Sports Online. You'll hear me talk about it on the show and call it RSO. Head over to Reality Sports Online and check them out right now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back from the break. We got to talk about the one and only Dan freaking Campbell, head coach of the Detroit Lions. I really appreciate you listening to sponsors. Uh, share this with a friend. I mean, again, we're real 
you know, uh, Chop's very passionate, me very goofy off the top, trying to have fun with the whole Matt Stafford debate. We do try to make you laugh as well as be a little unique on this show instead of just talk bland football. But uh, go over to Reality Sports Online, check out them if you love fantasy football, as well as supporting all of our other sponsors and, and hitting that subscribe button and giving us a listen every week is much appreciated. There's no doubt. You can find uh, Chops on Twitter at Chops in the D. I'm at Derek Okri, that's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E, always talking Lions, fantasy football, Michigan football, all the, all the above, when and if I have time. So, Chops, let's get into this. I mean, we got to talk about Dan Campbell. Dan freaking Campbell. I already played the bit off the top, I mean, but it just never gets old. I mean, I basically, I never get sick of it. You've had enough of that sh- no, I haven't, Dan Campbell. I, I never have had enough of your sound bites. You've had enough of that. Sh- no, no, because I'm actually going to play it again because I can't get enough of this. As much as Choppy loves the um Matt Stafford remix, I mean, this is one of my personal faves. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're get him, Dan Campbell. Get him. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. Love it. All right, that's going to be Absolutely love it. <laughs> All right, so so Dan freaking Campbell has so many good quotes last week or so about his players and the moxie and the ability he has. So I, I just love this guy. But, but Chops, I want to do something. Before we give the people the full rundown of why Dan Campbell, Dan freaking Campbell is so awesome. I, I, I've i been known to play a game or two on this show. Now, I don't have the intro music, but have you heard of Family Feud, my friend? Yes, I have, Okri. Just a, just a tremendous show. I mean, I can't say I've watched it the past decade plus, but back in the day, you know, the grandma or somebody would have it on. It was always fun. And my favorite part was the end where they had to turn their back to the big old board and they had to rapid fire and kind of try to come up with the top answers for points. So what I did is I made a bunch of wordplay, a bunch of things that I think about Dan freaking Campbell, our head coach. And I thought I'd throw them at you to see if you could get some of these words, some of these um, just things that I think about Dan Campbell. So are you ready to do this a little family feud style about what I think might be some of the top words and attributes from Dan Campbell? Oh, you put me on the spot, Oak, but uh, yeah, let's let's fire away. All right, Chops. So if you get it right, you're going to get the old family feud uh, gong. <laughs> But if you get it wrong, I got to drop that big old red X on you. <laughs> so, so what, what's a word? What's something I might say about Mister Mister Campbell here? Oh uh, uh, man, the the first word that comes to mind uh, when you talk about Dan freaking Campbell is kneecaps. <laughs> kneecaps, he says, is kneecaps on the list. <laughs> kneecaps is at the top of the list <laughs> baboom <laughs> now everybody says that's that's gimmick that's shtick no that's just like you said that's just funny and that's quality and that's 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 a mentality right there from dan campbell talking about the kneecaps that's that detroit street style so we we love it what else you got what's another thing i might say about dan campbell Oh man, another another thing that makes me that when you say the name Dan Campbell is I think of we've had enough of that. Everybody, show me the other great job. We've just absolutely had enough of it. Chop says. I've never had enough of Dan Campbell. Absolutely not. That didn't make the list. <laughs> oh, all right. Next up, I gotta think. Uh, man, 
given given some of the uh, takes here in training camp, I got to think of um, something along the lines of like Starbucks order or double vente. <laughs> oh man, did double vente or Starbucks make the list? Oh no, you got two strikes, Choppy. One more, you're done. Now, now again, oh. what, what are some what are some words I might use to describe Dan Campbell? What are some of his virtues, his attributes? Oh, okay. Um, man, leader of men. <laughs> Show me leadership. <laughs> Absolutely. What else there you got? Go. Rapid fire. Go. All right, rapid fire. How about uh, charisma? Show me charisma, also known as entertainment. Yes. <laughs> uh, show me. Um, oh man. Show me uh, fired up for fights at practice. <laughs> <laughs> no whammies. No way. Oh, wait, that's another game. Uh, show me yep, yep. loves fights at training camp. Oh. oh, three strikes. All right, let, let's get into this. Let's tell the people why Dan freaking Campbell's so awesome. And I'll, I'll give you some of the words that you did not get on the list. And that's juice. Dan Campbell, yeah. honesty. He's got a quality staff. Dan freaking Campbell is funny. I also think Dan Campbell has desire i think he's loyal i think he's a football guy i also think he's flexible adaptable you know what dan freaking campbell is choppy he's freaking awesome (laughs) he's got moxie and dan campbell which would have got you probably the top on my list on the family feud detroit lion style is dan campbell is a beast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love this guy more and more every day. It's the best. Uh, hey, you know what? He, he, I, I, I flubbed up too, man, because the guy is athletic, man. He loves to do his down-ups with his players right off the bat at camp. I love it. Exactly. How, how many down-ups is Matt Pat going to do? <laughs> Let oh. me know. <laughs> uh, I don't even think he, 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 could, he can go down. Can he even get up one? <laughs> Chops, do you want to know how many – Matt, Patricia is going to do. You want to know? Tell me, okay. This is the chance of seeing Matt Pat do an up-down. No chance that's what you got. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. Here, here's a funny real quick side tangent. I was at my grandma's like a month ago, and out of the blue, she started telling me about this new workout plan she's doing. And she's like, you know what? One of the things is I got to do every morning. 20 up downs <laughs> like <laughs> grandma you don't need to be doing any up downs and so she got flat on the carpet and started getting up only she was grabbing at the couch <laughs> to lift herself to her knees and then up to her feet and i said grandma don't don't do that please <laughs> you're 90 no, some years no. old i don't need you doing up downs <laughs> no broken hips grandma <laughs> oh it was it was like incredible and funny and just like the worst thing ever all in one but dan campbell doing up downs was a little bit odd to watch because he he looked like he was uh 
you know, struggling, you might say. I, I know we got that bit somewhere. I don't know if I can find the drop in time. Uh, you, you know, it's it's been known to be said on the show. He's struggling. Um, but he did them, and to me, he won a lot of players over with that. So let's get back to the matter at hand. Dan freaking Campbell, our head coach, the reason he's so awesome to me I'll just start with one of my top things that I said about him. The dude's real, man. He Everything he says is genuine to me. He loves football. He also um, is not going to... He's kind of like I said, that boss that you have that's cool but not trying to be too cool. Um, he lets you you know, do your work, but he also will try to motivate in a fun way, as well as um, a guy you could talk to, you know, if you're having a rough day or you got something on your mind. Um, I think he's just got so many good qualities as a person, and he's a former player, so you know he knows the game. He's been around Sean Payton. He's had a really nice little stint there in Miami, so people act like he's some no-name rookie. I mean, the guy motivated his players there and got decent results with a pretty bad football team at the time. So he showed me that. And the fact that he brought in all these just stud up and coming coaches that all have, gosh, everything they say, even if it doesn't translate to W's day one, it all resonates with me. Of This is football. This is the type of personalities it takes to motivate today's type players and to get the best out of talent like everybody has talent in the NFL it's about how you motivate how you scheme and then also how you um, you got to score one more point than the other team you know on Sunday so I just think he's got so much going for him I'm so much in his corner and it just makes doing these pods and listening to his pressers and getting excited about this team so much fun yeah you know he's he's just a genuine guy Oak I mean you know from day one you know that that the hiring press conference I mean, he just comes on and, you know, he, he talks from the heart, right? Like he's got a passion that, uh, that we, you don't see very often, especially from a head coach for a football team. Um, I think that comes from, you know, him being a former player. Um, but he's just, you know, he's a breath of fresh air in this town too. You know, I think, you know, people are going to mock the gimmicks, right? Oh, you know, Dan Campbell doing up downs, blah, blah, you know, okay, great. You know, it, of course, in the end, it's going to matter his wins and losses, right? But again, coming from the stale, stagnant, smarter than you, biggest brain in the room, pencil behind my ear, BS regime that we just got done with, and that won us absolutely nothing. In fact, you know, made the team worse. Uh, you know, he, he, Dan, Dan freaking Campbell's just a breath of fresh air. He's exactly what this city. He's exactly what this team needed. And I, for one, have I just I have not been more excited for a new regime change uh, in this town and in a really, really long time. And the public will tell you, like, oh, the Lions, you know, they not only they never win, but like when they get a defensive guy that doesn't work, then they go get an offensive genius. And then when that doesn't work, they go ahead and get a disciplinarian. And when the disciplinarian doesn't work, they go ahead and they get a fun loving uh, guy that can do good press conferences like. Yeah, I'm not going to even balk at that. I've seen that in the past, and that seems to have happened to some degree. But the Lions continue to look for the right mix when it comes to. GM, head coach, assistant coaches, scheme, players, quarterback, whatever it may be. And, yeah, of course, it's it's obvious they have not found that yet. But 
My only question, and it'll be answered pretty soon, you're probably halfway through this season, is is can Dan freaking Campbell outthink the other side? Can he adapt in the game? Can he bring that same juice, entertainment, fun, excitement, and and straight-up football on Sundays and, and, and Thanksgiving the way he has so far throughout? You know, like he's... He's said and done all the right things. He also seems to be putting a, a good product out. The players are seem fully bought in, in my opinion. So it's like now you just have to do it when the lights are on as well as just show me something. Like show me a comeback. Show me a, a game that you weren't supposed to win that you come out and you pull a trick play or you make a really good call as a head coach late in the game to help us get a W because once he does that, like then I feel like all my questions are answered because he's got everything else off the field as well as that would just show me that, Hey man, if he can do that right now, what can he do in years two, three, four, whatever it may be. But this guy, I mean, he's so fun for the media. And here's another thing, which most people won't put a ton of stock in. Like, not everything is top secret in the National Football League. The fact that Dan freaking Campbell is able to step to the podium and actually say a player's name that is doing well or joke about a player that he wants to get more out of or make up a funny nickname about a player and not worry that it's going to be some fiasco or it's going to create an issue in the locker room, as you said, is very refreshing to me because it's like, hey, this is straight-up football, man. These are guys in a locker room that get after each other, that have some laughs, and also probably have some you know, hard moments where they're face-to-face screaming at each other. I love all that. But I think Dan Campbell can roll with all those punches, but he's also not afraid to say, hey, we need more from Tyrell Williams outside wide receiver. Hey, so-and-so's got an injury, but... He's going to be cool. He'll be back in a few days. We're not worried about it. Instead of, oh, I can't really, I can't reveal anything because it would be some competitive advantage. Really? A pinky injury for a wide receiver in week one of training camp? You're going to hold that back? That's going to be some big top secret? No. Dan Campbell says, yeah, but he hurt his pinky. He popped it back in. He's good to go. He'll be out there today. Simple. Like, just, he makes everything so much more palatable, more simple, and just like, hey, I can get behind this guy because, yeah, he's not going to give away trade secrets or you know, go out and tell you what he's going to do against you on, on, on game week, but he can actually be honest with his answers and know that people respect that. And people can say, thank you. Finally, we get honest, open, positive, and negative from our head coach, our GM, and and the players can actually say some things as well and realize that the, the world's not going to come to an end. It's it's tremendous. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's, a, it's a total uh, breath of fresh air, you know, and it, and it comes from the top, from you know, my opinion, it comes from the top of Brad Holmes, too. And and surrounding Dan Campbell with a really great staff. I mean, you know, you, your office of coordinator is a former head coach. you got a whole bunch of former players that are, are in key positions. Um, you know, you've got a guy you're familiar with as in Aaron Glenn as your DC. I think he's just the whole thing just fits right, right? I mean, it just, it all makes sense to me. Like there has not been one head scratching thing when it comes to hiring of personnel or what we're doing on the field. I mean, I think we all know that this roster is not the most talented roster in the NFL, um, but they're making moves. Uh, you know, they, I agree with the moves they've made in the draft um, and free agency. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see if they have anything coming up here uh, with uh, some, some camp casual casualties that may come across their way, but but okay, I, I want to ask you something real quick too. I mean, you know, 
it seems like every year in training camp, uh, there's some kind of drama, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, is this Matthew Stafford's last year? Is is Kenny Gallagher going to sign a extension? Is so-and-so, you know, is so-and-so going to walk? Is it like, I feel like this is the first year in a long time that we've just had no drama coming into camp. It's like all football, all the time, all focused, and it's just really refreshing. Exactly, man. You keep using that word. I think it's a good word, but I also think the the big test for this regime, this head coach, um, and the the other reason I think Dan Campbell will be so freaking awesome is I can't wait till things go bad or something bad happens because I think he's going to be able to overcome. I think he's going to be able to put a nice spin on it and not act like, uh, you know, again, that it's it's unspeakable or that it's just crushing I think he's just gonna all right you know this happened we lost this is why um and and this is how we're gonna get it fixed and I think you're gonna actually be able to believe him instead of be like man that's just a bunch of garbage so there's just so many reasons why uh Mr. Dan freaking Campbell is 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 awesome and now he's just got to go out and win he's got to continue to add to this roster and and work with his coaches and give us a good product but unless you know all goes to hell um i think it's gonna be a really fun season and i think this guy's gonna just grow in this role and i'm like real proud of him to be the the leader and the head coach of our detroit lions 100 percent agree i'm on board let's get to the season already exactly we got football to do chops let's just end it with this let's let's end with with a little maybe a a sound drop medley per se for 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 some of the uh the former coaches the former gms the former people that supposedly were supposed to lead and, and help the detroit lions win football games let's go ahead and do this i got a few drops for those those people i pity myself that i gotta be with these fools for me to poop on no oh, that's felonious it's felonious I'm a good coach. <laughs> you know what I think about all them, Choppy? You really want to know? You overgrown 500-pound bag of monkey crap. Exactly. That's what we've been fed here in Detroit. But today, we gave you that Detroit Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. We gave you reasons to believe in this team and the new head coach of the Lions, Dan freaking Campbell. <laughs> I mean, Dan Campbell might be the man in this town. To be the man! You've got to be the man! Even in year one, I think he's going to be pretty good. I really do. I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Exactly. We got a new quarterback, a new football team, and a new head coach. Oh, baby! And I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you, Choppy. I mean, we both love the Lions. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. Drink it in, man. I mean, drink that in, Choppy. How about that for a soundbite medley to get us up out of here on a Friday? That's a great medley, Oakery. And if you could close it off, hit me with a side of cornbread and let's call it a day. Choppy, you know how we do it here on the Kool-Aid cast. I mean, it's a big old tall glass of Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. Drink it in, man. With a double side of hot, piping, hot cornbread. Cornbread! Cornbread! 
everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Kool-Aid cast. Drink that Detroit Kool-Aid football. We'll be here when you hear us next week here on the show. Can't wait for it. Detroit Lions, baby. And we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. Drink it in. We're out. Drink it in, man.